Elohim, who brought you out of the land of Mizraim and out of the house of slavery. You don't have another mighty ones against my face. Now make for yourself a carved image, only likeness of that, which in the heavens above, of which in the earth beneath, of which in the waters under the earth. Now bow down to them, nor serve them. For I, Yahweh, Elohim, and Majelis El, visit the crookedness of the fathers on the children to the third and fourth generations of those who hate me, but showing love and commitment to thousands of those who love me and guard my commands. Now bring the name of Yahweh Elohim to not, for Yahweh does not leave the one unpunished who brings his name to not. Remember the Sabbath days is set apart. Six days you labor and shall do all your work, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of Yahweh Elohim. In it not do any work, you, nor your son, nor your daughter, nor your male servant, no female servant, no cattle, no stranger who's within your gates. For in six days you have made the heavens and the earth, the sea, and all that is in them, and the rest of the seventh day. Therefore, you bless the Sabbath day and set apart. Respect your father and your mother, so that days are prolonged upon the soil, which all whom is giving you. Not murder, not commit adultery, not steal, not bear false witness against your neighbor, not covet neighbor's house. Not covet neighbor's wife, nor his male servant, nor his female servant, nor his ox, nor his donkey, whatever belongs to neighbors. Did you? Okay. Hallelujah. Hmm. All right. Hallelujah. Can y'all hear me out there? Y'all can? Ah, uh, all right, y'all's good. Bless your magnificent name, Father. We come to you in the magnificent name of Jesus. Thank you for all things. We need you this daytime and hour as we're in the season and the time for us to be sober more than anything, knowing that our adversary is walking about as a roaring lion, seeking to devour and take out as many Israelites as he can. We need you in this word today to put us on the cutting edge of sobriety, to make us sober in the spirit, to be able to hear your truth. I only pray, and my prayer is that these sins will seek deep down our hearts and the performance will come about to bring about a glorious and magnificent shining light for your name on this earth. So we thank you for all things. We pray that the Holy Spirit, you, give us understanding. Open it up for us in the magnificent name of Yahshua. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. You may be seated. All right, so... Hey, <clears throat> we uh, <clears throat> hey, we got a subject on us here today. Um, it's one of those subjects that pretty much everybody involves themselves in, normally or unknowingly. But if we can get this right, <clears throat> we can actually perfect our lives even the more so, and have a more pleasant environment. Is that what I said? <clears throat> Murmuring leads to the path of disobedience. Murmuring does. You don't hear too much about this subject. Yet it happens a lot, don't it? We have to all become very proactive every single day to change our nature. Did y'all hear what I said right there? Proactive. 
Meaning you got to be active. You got to be aware of what's going on because, you know, it's, it's one thing to be quiet and to be still in the Most High Yah. And then there's another thing just to be quiet while devils are ministering to you. I mean, you can always tell when the enemy is ministering to someone because their countenance is falling while they're quiet. And listen, there's a lot of communication going on every single day. All the time. And we just happen to put a lot of emphasis on the communication that people do not hear. But today, we're going to talk about the communication that we hear often that comes out of our own mouths, showing that it's a direct reflection of the condition of our own soul. Because if you don't, all you're going to do is walk around being ministered to by devils. Now, over in Jude 1.3, it says, Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you and to exhort you that you should earnestly contend for the faith. You understand that? Earnestly contend, right? It means you're in contention of it, not, not a negative contention. I mean, you're, you're like contending like in a fight. So if you go around passive and not active, you're not really contending. You're just existing. Which was once delivered unto the saints. For there are certain men crept in unawares, who were before old ordained unto this condemnation. What type of men were they? Ungodly men, and look what they did. They turned the favor of Yah into lasciviousness and denied the only master Yah and our master Yahshua, the Messiah. Skipping on down, we're going to go to verse 5. I would therefore put you in remembrance, though you once knew this, how that the master having saved, always going back to remind us, having saved the people out of the land of Mizraim, afterwards destroyed them that believed not. See, it's an assumption that everybody left out of Egypt was believers. But it wasn't until they got in the wilderness to find out that they wasn't believers. <laughs> you understand? You know how I many people Yah brings out of the world and bring them with the fellowship of the body of Messiah only to come to find out that you wasn't saved in the first place? So then we go to verse 6. Let me get over here and read this, all right? And listen to what it says. So listen very closely. And the angels which kept not their first estate, but left their own habitation, he have reserved in everlasting chains under darkness until the judgment of the great day, even as Sodom and Gomorrah and the cities around about them in like manner, giving themselves over to fornication and going after strange flesh and set forth an example, suffering the vengeance of eternal fire. Likewise, these filthy dreamers defile the flesh, despise dominion, speak evil of dignities. Yet, Michael the archangel, when contending with the devil, he disputed about the body of Moses, durst not bring in uh, accusation 
there's not bringing against him a railing accusation, but said, Messiah rebuke you. But these speak evil of the things which they know not, but what they know naturally, as natural brute beasts in those things which they corrupt themselves. Woe unto them, for they have gone in the way of Cain. So Cain has a particular way, right? And ran greedily after the error of Balaam. For reward and perished in the gang slaying of Korah. These are spots in your feast of charity when they feast with you, feeding themselves without fear. Clouds, they are without water, carried about of winds, trees whose fruit withereth. Trees whose fruit withereth. You ever seen people wither away right in front of you? They come look like a good healthy tree and then they just slowly deteriorate. Now we're not talking about a natural fruit tree now. We're talking about people. Trees whose fruit wither. Without fruit. Twice dead. Plucked up by the roots. Raging waves of the sea. Foaming out their shame. Wandering stars to whom is reserved the blackness of darkness forever. And Enoch, also the seven from Adam, prophesied of these, saying, Behold, the Messiah cometh with ten thousands of his saints to execute judgment upon all and to convince all that are ungodly among them of their ungodly deeds which they have ungodly committed. And of their hard speeches, which ungodly sinners have spoken against him. These are, what's that word? These are, now, let's look at the setting here of Enoch. I mean, or Jude. It's not the setting of the world. It's the setting of people who have come out from the world and who have refused to discontinue in a certain behavior and mindset. So the ungodly are the people who are the ones who refuse to divest themselves of evil, who refuse to work on themselves. Are you following me? To purge themselves of the old evil Adamic nature. That's the sole purpose of coming to the Messiah in the first place. Because you didn't know how wicked you were. None of us knew how wicked we were. We had not a clue that we were ever to this level of wickedness. When we was in the world, we were fine. Wasn't no conviction. No condemnation. We get over here, we start learning about our nature, and we go, damn. I'm jacked up. But that's the favor of Yah. To be able for you to work on yourself. Now, I'm going to tell you, I've been around for a long time. And I've seen people who are trees whose fruit withereth. 
they slowly die over a period of time. And the reason being is because when you're in the world, you're not to worry about the enemy attacking you. You're already on the side of the enemy. But once you come over here, you become, when you be, are born again, you become consciously aware that there's something going on. And the biggest mistake that a lot of people can make is to go through life being quiet, ministering to thoughts that enter into their head, not checking to see what the origin of the thought is, and then bring that thought into this realm and give it life. A lot of times, demonic spirits are speaking through you and using you, and many times you know it. When you're in league with them, when you're one with them, and you're in agreement with them. And when you're in agreement with them, you insulate, you protect them, you hide them, and you want people to believe that this is your own opinion. So they, through use, over a period of time, hoping that they can wear out the patience of the saints. And you can pretty much tell when somebody's on the war out part of it because there's a certain character and nature that accompanies them. These are murmurers, complainers. And the reason why they're murmuring and complaining because they walk after their own what? Because things doesn't suit them. And with their mouth, Speak great swelling words, having men's person in admonition because of what? They know how to flatter, but they're looking for an advantage. But beloved, remember ye the words which were spoken before of the apostles of our master Jesus the Messiah, how that they told you there should be what in the what time? There should be what? Look at this word mocker right here. A derider. That is, by implication, a false teacher, a mocker, or a scoffer. You know, I just got finished dealing with one of them. Are you following me? In the last time, who should, here it is, walk after their own ungodly lust. The sole purpose of murmuring and complaining is because things are not being done the way you want them to be done. It doesn't make any difference whether you were given the authority or given the head or the leadership at all. It's just the fact it's not done the way you want it done. And when you are offended, you open up the doorway to the spirit of your mind for a spirit to come and help you murmur and they give you the words. Ungodly lust, a longing, especially for what is forbidden, concupiscence, is simply a desire or a lust. The majority of complaints today come from those who are discontent because things are not done the way that they think it should be done. Then comes the temptation to murmur. These be they who separate or they do what? Disjoin themselves. That's what that word separate means. Themselves, 
Central, having not the spirit. There's a deception used in the body of Messiah. Satan does not want us to ever know it's this kind of a person who is used of him to persuade many to follow a righteous man. In other words, they want to say words, say things negative in order to get someone from following a righteous man or righteous authority or righteous government. You can start from the family unit. What would persuade you as a wife to not want to follow your man if he's righteous? Seeds of disaster are always planted by murmuring. Because, you know, you can't murmur without the tongue. Murmuring starts by three ways. Number one, questioning authority. That's why Jude spoke about they despise governments. Many times you have to rest content that everybody's not going to do things the way you think it ought to be done. One day when you get in a position of leadership, you can do it the way you're being led. But to be content, which is godliness, is the greatest gain that there is because now you're able to practice self-control. See, sometimes we can't be content when things are not done our way. And when it's not done our way, we're tempted to murmur. Now, you got to all let us know. We all got to become active. You got to let us know, is that your real thought? Or is that a spirit enticing you to feel and think that way and then give voice to it? Bring it out into the atmosphere. And then thereby defiling many people. These questions are sometimes masked as a sincere concern. But in this sincere concern, they're seeking to dictate and to mandate and to change. How many accounts we see if we go right back to our people coming from Egypt? That as soon as something didn't go their way, there was always people to give voice. What did you do? Bring us out here to die? There's the viper. What? Are you the only one that can hear from Yah? There's no way in hell we could take that land. Tell you what we're going to do. We're going to uh, produce our own captains and we're going back to Egypt. Y'all never read these accounts? That's why even in Jude, he takes us all the way back to the outcoming from Egypt, going into the wilderness. See, what we need to do is we need to face the fact that while we're on this journey, right now we are in a wilderness experience in exile to Yah before we get to the kingdom. And so it would behoove us to take good account 
of what happened with our people back then and especially paying attention to their behaviors. But they go and plant the same line of questioning in others. In other words, if something is not done the way that you think it should be done, then you go and look for someone to ally with you by putting forth the way you see things. Number two, then they begin to rationalize and excuse themselves. You know, I can't take responsibility or blame for anything. After all, my intention was good. So they begin to rationalize and excuse themselves from what they were instructed to do. Somebody could give you a task here on the company and here on the community and you look for a wiggle room or some excuse to get out of it simply because you don't want to do it. So what you have to do is come up with a way to seem like, you know, that you're really not truly submitting, but you have to come up with a way that you can get out of it while still accomplishing what you want to do. Because to do what was instructed will go against your order of things. Oh, we in the house this morning. Uh-huh. See, on communities, they try and go and find something else to do apart from the task. Or either they make an excuse for their disobedience. Then comes the third, which is slothfulness in following the command or order. Nobody has to explain everything to you before you can actually do the task. Obedience is essential to the blessings of Yah, even if the purpose is not understood. When the Most High Yah moved our people from Egypt going into the wilderness, he didn't explain to them every step of the way what they were going to do. He just told them, do this, and then he watched them. But you, nobody dare to murmur against Yah, but they did it against Moses. Uh-oh. Thereby doing it to Yah. Is that what we rationalize? I'm not really doing it to you, but I'm, well, God takes it as if I'm doing it to him. Well, you got that right. He the one that sets up authority. Numbers 13, 1. And Yahweh spake unto Moses, saying, Send you men, that you may search out the land of Canaan, which I give unto the children of Israel. Of every tribe and their fathers shall ye send a man, everyone a ruler among them. Verse 17, because all they did was just name all the people that was going to be sent. And Moses sent them to spy out the land of Canaan and said unto them, Get you up this way southward and go up into the mountain. And they returned. From searching of the land, how many days? So they were gone on a mission for 40 days. Kadash, and bought back the word 
unto them and unto all the congregation and show them the fruit of the land. So they came back with something in their hand. Because remember, y'all had already told them, tell children of Israel, get ready to go over and take this land. You're going into Canaan because it's a land flowing with milk and honey. And they went and came to Moses and Aaron and to all the congregation of the children of Israel until the wilderness of Paran. And they told him and said, we came into the land whether you sent us, and surely it did what? Floweth with what? Milk and honey. And this is the fruit of it. Here is the proof of it. Nevertheless, the people be what? Problem number one. If y'all told you to go spy out the land, go check it out, because it's a land flowing with milk and honey. It's the land that I'm going to give you. <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> I understand you're going to give it to us, but there's only one problem. What? The people there are too strong for us. See how it enters in subtly? Excuse number one. And the cities are walled. Obstacles in front of us. Very great. And moreover, we saw the children of Anak there, and the Amaleks dwell in the land of the south, and the Hittites, and the Jebusites, and the Amorites dwell in the mountains, and the Canaanites dwell by the sea coast and by the coast of Jordan. And Caleb stilled the people. Why? Because after hearing all that, the people were getting afraid. They've been scared after death. What you thought? You thought you just going to walk right on in there and... And meet no resistance? You mean to tell me y'all walking this walk and you're never going to meet no demonic resistance? And Caleb stilled the people before Moses and said, let us go up at once and possess it. For we are well able to overcome it. Oh, boy, that sounds good, don't it? Well, the time is coming. We're going to see how able we are to overcome it because we're going to find out. Pray that the Most High God put us in a situation where we can find out who the mummers are, who the complainers are, who the excuse makers are, who always speak about the obstacles and the barriers, who always have an ex Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. A reason why we can't go, a reason why we can't overcome, a reason why we can't do this and we can't do that and because of this and because of that. Well, see, when you're fearful, you communicate fear. When you're a doubtful heart, you communicate doubt. But when you're confident and you're sure, you communicate confidence and you're sure. Uh-oh. I remember when I first started on this journey. You can't do that. Oh, yeah, I can too. Why? Because it's written right there. Why do you say we can't do it? Uh, it ain't going to work. Why? Ain't never been done. It's sitting right here. Maybe it ain't never been done because ain't nobody tried. This is me and the bishop having a conversation. Well, you just want somebody to take care of you. 
Where'd that come from? Last time I checked, I'm taking care of my own family. I'm the one that's paying tithes and offering here. I've asked you for nothing. Well, it ain't going to work. We'll see. See what I mean? If y'all put something in your heart, you'll find out if it's y'all or not. But see, what most people faint in the way is as soon as resistance comes, as soon as an obstacle come up from them or too many people rise up giving a negative testimony, people succumb to it and they fall out of the very vision that y'all gave them. Do you have a vision of going to the kingdom? I don't expect the people whose trees are withering to answer because you're already heading to death. Oh, oh yeah, we're going to get this spirit this morning. Mm-hmm. I pray that the word of y'all can deliver you. But Caleb, still the people that said, you know what, man, we'll avoid and able. We can overcome this. It's kind of like the armies of Israel. When Goliath was sitting out there, all these warriors battled Hardened warriors. Huh? Been to war, I can't tell you how many times. Then they turn around and they see this big old giant called Goliath. And and come on, they say, come on, man. Coming out mocking Israel every day. Send a man. Send a man. All these men with all that armor, all them swords, They look at this big old mountain in front of them and their knees start quaking. I thought that we supposed to be with the armies of Yah. What's the moral of that story though? The moral of the story is is when you start trusting in yourselves, when you start looking at your capabilities and abilities rather than what Yah said. Yah said go fight the damn Philistines, damn it, then go fight the damn Philistines. I don't care if they march out a big-ass fleet of Nephilims. You should be like a chihuahua going to a rockwiler. Everybody go, yeah, Pastor, it's, uh, uh, <clears throat> I, I get it, but Goliath, pretty damn big. I tell you what, you keep your ass over here. <laughs> just, just keep your coward punk ass over here. And so David basically punked all of Israel. King said, you just a shepherd boy. Let me give you my resume. Let me tell you about a lion and a bear. I took care of them. And guess what? I can take care of this uncircumcised Philistine as well. Are y'all starting to understand this? In other words, as an Israelite, if you're going to embark on setting out doing anything, you've got to have tenacity. You've got to have certainness of heart. You can't have a faint heart. And you can't allow these little mundane thoughts to come in and attempt you to weaken you from the course. 
And how many times are we weakened because we open up our mouth and give voice to spirits that's ministering to us because we leave them unchecked? Hmm? Y'all heard about them whammies before, right? Whammies? Whammies? Hey, uh, Elder Doug, give me that clarity again. You heard about them whammies before, right? You're doing real good and all of a sudden a thought come and all of a sudden your bottom done fell out. Countenance done fell. You was doing good and then all of a sudden your whole course of the day is messed all up now. One thought. And then you get more sick as the more, the more you murmur and the more you complain. And now instead of testifying of the healing that Yah has already done or can do, you talk about the sickness of the murmuring. Now you are nothing but a vessel of murmuring. Every time they're set out, it's set out for us to do a mission or a job or a task here. You got an excuse why we can't do it. Oh, it's too cold outside. It's too hot outside. It's raining. The sun is shining. Well, damn, it's 32 degrees. Well, it's 85 degrees with no humidity. I don't feel like it. My husband said. I can't go, my wife toenail is sick. <laughs> Uh-oh. You know the sole purpose of the reason why the Israelites couldn't fight Goliath? Because they didn't trust in the Yah their salvation. See, yeah, Goliath is a big, scary obstacle. How many times I told you, you ever walk through the woods and come up on a snake? Who ever did that before? You wasn't afraid of the snake, it's just that it startled you. Are you really, truly fearful of a snake? No, you was just startled. You don't want to get bit. I mean, I was walking through the woods one day, and I, you know how he moved limbs and stuff like this? I walked up, I go, whoa, there's a snake right at the edge of the... So I picked up a stick and... Pow! You understand what I mean? It ain't that you're afraid of the snake. It's just that you're startled. You don't want to get bit. Isn't that right? Most of us equate that anytime we're startled or anytime we feel fear, we, we adopt the feeling and make it our own. Then Satan goes, I got you. Now, since you're scared to do this, let me see what else I can actually put in front of you to make you fearful of too. Uh-oh. Hmm? Of course, the book says at the end, but the fearful and the unbelieving and the abominable. They're all going to have their part in the lake was burning with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. I mean, I'm sure they're looking at Goliath. That's a pretty fearful thing. 
But the way an Israelite heart should have been, it should have been, who is that talking all that shit? Hold on. You see, even in this, you can't be afraid to die. Uh-oh. Is that the reason why that we remain passive and always sitting down and don't change? Because we're afraid to die to ourselves. Let me bring clarity before some cardinal-minded person going to tell everybody I'm sending them to death. I'm talking about down out to your old evil Adamic nature. Down out to your will and your way. You know the stuff that prevents you from being holy. Uh-oh. Everybody's got obstacles they have to deal with. Everybody has fears that are sitting up in front of them. But just because it's there don't mean you have to actually accept the nature of fear for yourself. Uh-oh. Give David his armor. Man, what am I going to do with this? Don't worry about it. I got some stones over I'll take care of them. And Goliath. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be pretty damn funny. That'd have been something to see, wouldn't it? Boom. Then he runs over, picks up his sword, and cuts off his head. My question is, when are you going to start cutting the head of Satan off from you? Man, he's an invisible force, but he's really real. Extremely real. But the man that went up with him said, we be not able to go up against the people for they are stronger than we are. And they brought up an evil report of the land which they had searched unto the children of Israel saying the land Though which we have gone to search, it is a land that eateth up the inhabitants thereof, and all the people that we saw in it are men of great stature. And there we saw the giants, the sons of Anak, which come from the giants. And we were in our own sight as grasshoppers. And so, and so we were in their sight, and all the congregation lifted up their voice and, <laughs> You know when we're able to do something, right? We can do it. Can we do it? Be a job, mission, or task. You ain't got to worry about it. When it's time to work, everybody ain't going to show up, just the workers. <laughs> Uh-oh. I said something wrong, didn't I? See, the voice of negativity is strong because you are already negative.
You want to listen to somebody who thinks and talks like you do and sees things like you do. Faith is a little bit different. Matter of fact, it's a whole lot different. You understand that? And the people wept that night. Now, mind you, from the beginning, they forgot that Yah had already instructed them, go. Well, what if he told them to go, then why they had to send spies? So we can watch our response. The murmuring, the complaining, the excuse making, the fear, the grasshoppers, the big men. You know, I'm just, I mean, dang, I, we, we come up with a resume of why we can't go there now. But what did y'all say? You know what I mean? We forget that we're servants of Yah. Uh-oh. And we become faint at heart. And all the children of Israel murmured against Moses. Y'all seeing that? And against Aaron. And the whole congregation said unto them, Would Yah that we had died in the land of Egypt, or would Yah... We had died in this wilderness. And wherefore have Yahweh brought us unto this land to fall by the sword? Let me see. So the sole purpose of Yah doing all these miracle signs and wonders to deliver you out of Egypt, out of which you cried unto Yah all these many centuries and stuff to be delivered, all these many years to be delivered from the, from the misrights, right? And then finally the deliverer come. Should have known it was in our spirit anyway. As soon as Moses showed up, we started murmuring. Then we get, we, we get to, it, it, this is us. Moses does a miracle. Yay! Pharaoh does one. We're going to die. <laughs> We're going to die following this man. This man going to get us killed. No, 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 watch this. Yay! Pharaoh said, what did I say? Oh, boy, we better, you know them straps, and, and they be strapping us up, man. Lord, Pharaoh is a bad man, boy. <laughs> hey, God sent me to deliver y'all. Yay! But we got to go do this now. No, uh-uh, 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 uh-uh. Which one is it? Double-minded Israel. Then we get out in the wilderness and murmur almost every step of the way. And we think that we're different from those people. You know, we got to be different from the people because we got cell phones. We've got computers. We drive automobiles. And trucks. We have sewing machines. We got electric stoves. And you still murmuring. Uh-oh. A murmurer is a very discontent person inside. The murmuring is just a picture of what's inside. When it comes, it shows you where their faith lies. Uh-oh. 
And they said one to another, let us make a captain and let us return to Egypt. So when you're, you're murmuring and you got a group of you that are murmuring, the first thing you do is start looking for somebody that agrees with your murmurings and then y'all make them the authority. You ever notice, you know how many times we've seen this show when people leave the ministry, they all scatter, then they find one person and then they lift them up as the head. Everybody's listening to them. And then give it a short period of time, they all scattered. It happens every time. How many times have we seen this thing play out? Bro, Rich, how many times have we seen this thing play out over here? They confederate. We're going to show y'all. Now we fellowshipping. It ain't going to last. We'll see. <laughs> then they get over there. And find out it's hard to have a relationship with everybody murmuring. Everybody complaining. You can't have faith where everybody is murmuring and complaining. And they left under the wrong guys in the first place. So they look for somebody to lead them back from the place that they were delivered from. I mean, y'all know we don't make no apologies about living set apart. The book tells, it says, don't they say that? It tells you live set apart. As soon as you leave here, oh, we ain't got to do that. Don't set up and accuse Pastor Dowell of the one who actually wrote the message. It ain't me complaining against you, it's him. I told you, Whenever I start preaching a message of living set apart, you don't never have to worry about a preach on this earth coming behind it. You'll never hear him preach it. And living on a community and coming to a fellowship, whoo, it's a breeding ground for murmuring and complaining. Look at him looking. Boy, very little. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's true. Yeah, I'm guilty. I'm getting, let me tell you something. All of us guilty. Every single one of us. It just actually shows us how the little control that we have over this tongue. We can't even govern our tongue good. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Anytime something is not going the way you think it should, you look for someone strong or of influence to change the course of action or you look to others to agree with you in your rebellion. You know, I know we're all guilty. Hmm? Because we do the same thing when the spirits are on us. Well, that's me. Yep, Joe, yeah. And then you sit down and listen to the message like this. Scared to turn your neck because somebody may see your countenance. Living with the Israelites is the best thing that y'all could ever done for us on this earth. And you know the reason why? Because we would have never, ever known what was in us until we got around each other. Because out there, the people are dirty. They're sinful. They're ungodly. 
you feel like <laughs> the angel Gabriel walking amongst them. You look at them if you don't if you're not careful. Look at them. Ugh, disgusting. And you get high and lifted up. But then when you come around Israelites, uh, all of a sudden you ain't as prideful as you thought you were. The mirror is a great reflection. Oh, ain't nothing on it. There's somebody looking in it. <laughs> I mean, what happened to all that vigor you had when you was around the heathen? When you get to Israel, why is your countenance falling? Your countenance only falls because your heart is imagining vain things. Uh -uh. Come on, teach. I was going to read this whole thing. I think I'm going to stay down here. I'm going to stay down here with the devils. Somebody said, what you mean calling them devils? Didn't, didn't Jesus go into the synagogue on the Sabbath day? What did he do when he was in the synagogue? Cast out the Oh, okay, thank you very much. I know what the devil is. The devil ain't trying to get them people out there. All he got to do is get one whisper and they gone. You, you're a special trophy. Nobody would suspect a head-covering, dress-wearing woman that would be subject to the devil, not in Israel. There's no way she would give place to the devil. Look at her. We know better than that, don't we? There's no way, man, these brothers in here wearing, look at that, man. They're wearing these fringes. They fringed and bearded up. There's no way. The ones you need to be watching out for the most. <laughs> you know I'm telling the truth. Come on, teach, read. Then Moses and Aaron fell on their faces before all the assembly of the congregation. Y'all hear that? They just got finished getting the word from y'all, and they're hearing all of this back and forth. And they fell on their faces before the congregation. Read. And Joshua, the son of Nun, and Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, which were of them that searched the land, rent their clothes. What did they do? Rent their clothes. Two different categories of people with two different sight. A small sect is focused on what Yah says. Yes. Another sect is focused on what they see. See how quiet I got in? <laughs> Isn't that amazing how your own heart condemns you? It gets you, don't it? Yeah, boy, that's me. Damn. Mm, mm, mm. 
we're fortunate to be sitting over here rather than back there. Because, hey, let's just tell the truth. 90% of us or 99% of us would have been, we, we, we would have never made it to the promised land. With the way we behave today, with the murmuring we do today, the complaining we do today, the tail-bearing we do today. Oh, no, not straightway, not Israel. Yes. That go for all you communities, too. You wouldn't believe how much dissension and discord goes on in a community. Don't I bring a mouse in here so we can hear it piss on cotton? <laughs> Read, teach. And they spake unto all the company of the children of Israel, saying, The land which we pass through to search it, it is an exceeding good land. And if Yah delight in us, then he will bring us into this land and give it us. You hear that? He said a lot of key words. If y'all do what? Delight in us. But now guess who's making sure they take away the delight of y'all from us? These murmurers. These complainers. I keep saying, I say it all the time. What else? What, what, you know how much y'all could do if we were all really, truly on one accord? Uh-oh. Uh-huh. Most of us are being carried into faith by what somebody else is doing. We just hanging on. Uh-oh. Hmm. Joshua and Caleb got good testimony so far, don't they? Read. A land which flows with milk and honey. Only rebel not you against Yah. Wait, 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 wait. But they believe that they're rebelling against who? Moses and Aaron. Joshua is putting it right on point. Man, don't be rebelling against Yah. When Yah brought you around Yah's people, don't rebel against Yah. Uh-oh. Me and you sisters pray, I want a godly husband. You get one. Don't rebel against Yah. Uh-oh. Father, you said when a man find a wife, he find a good thing, and he pertain favor with the Lord. Who in the hell is this woman? Don't rebel against y'all. The PGA Tour just entered in the straightway. You know what the PGA Tour is, right? Huh? Augusta in the middle of November. <laughs> Read, teach. Neither fear you the people of the land. They are bred for us. Their defenses departed from them. And Yah is with us. Y'all hear that? Yah with who? Us. But see, you want people to be with you and your fear. You and your unbelief. You and your complaining and murmuring. 
How many sinners does it take to destroy much good? Oh, okay. We sure know how to answer the multiple choice questions, don't we? You only got one answer. <laughs> we good at it. We just ain't good at living it. Uh-oh. I bet straightway ghosts are rocking the house up there right now. I bet they rocking the house. I bet Elder Rufus about there just about having a revival. I guarantee he is. Y'all send me a text message and let me know if I'm lying. And most people think when they see people shouting like that, that they're actually shooting at somebody. No, they ain't. They shoot. They're thanking y'all for the word of deliverance. Say, no, this is what we need to hear. Maybe we can hear this. We can get about a, a better performance. Because something is binding the people. Uh-oh. Something is stealing and taking a job, y'all. Read. Fear them not. But all the congregation made stone them with stones. Y'all hear that? They want to stone him with. That's some serious convincing right there. See what a voice, one voice of dissension would do? Then if you have two or three or four or five, man, it gets more powerful, more stronger. Voices of dissension. People are, I don't know what it is with us in this cattle mentality. If the majority believe it, we with it. If a few have faith, uh-uh. Read. And the glory of Yah appeared in the tabernacle of the congregation. Okay. Guess who done showed up again now? I'm going to give you modern day translation. I'm tired of this shit. Israel. What the hell you think I bought you out of Egypt for? So I could send you over here and die by the hand of a bunch of damn Canaanites? Ain't I Yah? Uh-oh. I remember when we first moved to this land. It was, it was almost desolate. It had like a couple of buildings on it. A little barn. I looked at it, I go, whoo-wee, boy. Man, I see what we're going to do with this. Everybody, oh, they were happy. Wasn't everybody happy when we first came out here? Just like Israel, when they first came out of Egypt, boy, they were, whoo, they were marching. Everybody, yeah, look at all this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then it came time for the work. Uh-uh. It came time for the work then. We started off with 70 and got down less than 20 within a year. They were dropping like flies. Oh, uh, yeah, we, we going to go ahead and go. 
The first one, boy, it ran our heart. First family, she was like death. I went to the dining hall and I preached and said, ain't nobody going to affect us like this no more. We're going to get our wicked ass hearts right. Why the hell you sit up there crying for somebody to return to the cesspool of the hell of world? Henceforth, that statement was adopted. Goodbye, good riddance, and so the hell on. And we ain't never dropped another tear or even felt bad when somebody decided to put their hand to the plow and then look back. You ain't fit. Serenata. Y'all remember me doing this? Young old pastor, I was in my 30s. Young old soul wise man. Uh-oh. Now here's Joshua trying to encourage the people and, and, and y'all sitting up here. Y'all don't know that y'all watching everything that we do? Y'all think because he ain't manifesting himself in the physical that, I mean, he manifests himself all the time. I'm sure we're not the only congregation that cast out devils, miracles, and signs and wonders are performed. I'm sure we're not the only one. I'm just or the only one I know of in America. Matter of fact, there are more Christian congregations that's doing more than Israelite congregations. That's an indictment against all y'all that, that, that put a lot of credence into his name is His name is And ain't a damn thing happening over there. Nothing. Nobody's getting delivered. Nobody's getting healed. Nobody's getting set free. Nobody, nothing. Nobody getting closer to Yah. But the Christians are. Why are they going to church on Sunday? It's an indictment. Read. And the glory of Yah appeared in the tabernacle of the congregation before all the children of Israel. I guarantee you ain't nobody complaining no more now. You know why? But see, right now, it's already been set. Listen. And Yah said unto Moses, How long will this people provoke me? And how long will it be ere they believe me for all the signs which I have showed among them? I will smite them with the pestilence. Y'all hear that? That's what y'all want to do. Ooh. Oh, wait a minute. He's Yahweh the Elohim. He don't change, right? Is that the reason why some of us got these long-standing shit going on with us? Can't seem to get healed and delivered from. Uh oh. That's the reason why some of us are mentally defective. No matter what, we can't even praise Yah. Can't get delivered from praise. We can't rejoice with them that rejoice. Seem to be a spiritual gag order on us. Mm. Notice. 
God had talked directly to Moses because Moses is the leader of Israel. You know the reason why y'all talking to Moses, right? Y'all's talking to Moses is because he knows that Moses is his man. And y'all's hoping that Moses will say something to persuade him to not kill his people. Because if you don't think that y'all burns in hot in his anger, you got another thing coming. But even in the midst of that anger, he is looking for mercy himself. Uh-oh. Oh, I remember one time when y'all said, get out of my way, Moses. Get out of my damn way. I'm going to get them. Now, wait a minute, y'all. Hold on. Your name is at stake here. The whole entire world is going to say that their God delivered them only to kill them all. We can't let your reputation be destroyed like that, y'all. And Moses said, uh, um, if you kill them, you might as well kill me. That's why when I brought up that scripture, I, I, I slowed it down and showed all the way that it's written. Showing out that Moses was terrified when he said that. Extremely terrified. Y'all probably sitting up there. Y'all hear Moses, man? He talk good, don't he? Read. I will smite them with the pestilence and disinherit them. Who and do what? Disinherit. <laughs> what? Disinherit. <laughs> you don't think that y'all get fed up with us and our running our mouth? All thing these people did was murmur. Only thing they did was express their fears. Only thing they did was complain. Nobody ever repents for murmuring. We complain because we feel we're justified. Because when we complain, we're right in our own eyes. I mean, that's what the book says. The book says, when you perceive and you believe, paraphrasing, but the book says, because there were no judges in the land, everybody did that which was right in their own eyes. Don't that sound like you? So are you really living for y'all or are you living for you? It's a good question to ask. Because you realize once something go your way, you happy just for that moment. You're just waiting for the next time to murmur. And you're waiting for the next time to complain again. Read. And we'll make of you a greater nation and mightier than they. You hear that? And we know Yah definitely knows how to wipe out a whole population. 
He proved that with Noah, didn't he? And you, you don't think Moses understood that? Don't worry about Moses. I can make a whole nation with you. You know how many women Moses would have to have to make a nation? Surely you don't think he was going to make a nation with one woman. Read. And Moses said unto Yah. Trepidation. Read. Then the Egyptians shall hear it. And when the Egyptians shall hear it. For you brought up this people in your might from among them. You hearing all this? Somebody say thank Yah for Moses. And oh, thank Yah for somebody interceding for me. Somebody interceding for me. Read. And they will tell it to the inhabitants of the land. Mm. For they have heard that you are you're mighty among his people. See? God's name then went out all throughout the lands. Everybody was fearful of Israel. But Israel was scared of everybody. Read. <laughs> that you, Yah, are seen face to face. And that your cloud stands over them. And that you go before them by day, time, a, in a pillar of a cloud, and in a pillar of fire by night. Now, if you shall kill all this people as one man, then the nations which have heard the fame of you will speak, saying, Because Yah was not able to bring this people into the land which he swore unto them, Therefore, he has slain them in the wilderness. Now, I beseech you, let the power of my Yah be great, according as you have spoken, saying, Yah is long-suffering and of great mercy, forgiving iniquity and transgression, by no means clearing the guilty, Visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children into the third and fourth generation. Pardon, I beseech you. The iniquity of this people, according unto the greatness of your mercy. And see, when the people are in the midst of all this, they don't understand how dumb and stupid they are. They're fire-breathing dragons. Full of vigor, intensity. So you think you pissed off. What happens when he get pissed off? That's what I'm saying. Y'all better hope somebody's praying for you. Uh-oh. You better hope somebody has long suffered to you. Because the only thing that Moses is doing is reminding y'all of his word. He's actually quoting his word right back to him. That's the reason why a lot of y'all prayers ain't heard because you don't know how to pray the word. You get down there and pray with all this I and me and what I want and I. 
instead of don't it don't his will don't he know don't you think his will is better than ours? Uh oh, I done met I done peed some folks off, boy. How many people done turned off and left? How many people done fled the, the live feed already? Good. Keep going. <laughs> even as you have forgiven this people from Egypt, even unto now. And Yah said, I have pardoned according to your word. Wait a minute. According to who? Y'all love Moses. Yeah, he did. Yes, he did. Y'all love Moses. Hmm? Y'all love Moses. Y'all love the people, but he don't love the people when they're pissing him off. He loves you so much, he loves you to death. It'd be better off not have you on the earth than to have you here with all this murmuring and griping and complaining and all this fear. His anxiety and all his uncertainty, his lack of faith. Read. But as truly as I live, all the earth shall be filled with the glory of Yah. Because all those men which have seen my glory and my miracles, which I did in Egypt and in the wilderness. Watch this. And have tempted me now these ten times. Now, this ain't the first time. This is the tenth time. <laughs> Are y'all getting this? This ain't the first. This is the tenth time. Three. And have not hearkened to my voice. Surely they shall not see the land which I swear unto their fathers. Now, look what all the murmuring and the complaining got them. Y'all try to take it to promised land? Oh, I'm going to let you live, but you ain't going to see the land. You all going to wander around in this damn wilderness and die. But your children will be able to go in, but you ain't going in. And believe it or not, even still till today, some of y'all working at not going in. But all these children that you're birthing, they'll go in, but not some of you. Uh-oh. I mean... Then he said, the, same, the, the thing that was that shall be again, ain't nothing new on the sun. How you think that we can set up there and do and rehash and rehearse these same behaviors and we don't get the same judgment? Why you think we read Jude? We started off with Jude. Trying to massage your mind to get you in the right frame of mind. Let me see. So y'all, He's going to let these people live, but they ain't going to the promised land. Y'all know the promised land for us, right? The kingdom. That'd be a mess to die down here. Spiritually dead and don't even go into the kingdom. Ooh, read. Neither shall any of them that provoke me see it. Whoa, 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 whoa. They provoked him. Do you think that the people really truly had it in their mind that they were provoking Yah while they were showing out? Do y'all really truly believe that they really had y'all at the forefront of their mind? No! That's what I'm saying. I start off earlier. Most of us, we walk every day and don't have even a conscious of y'all existence. Yeah. 
That's why we're not, that's why we're not fearful to say what we want to say. Uh-oh. Boys, let me, let me hold on a second. Hold on a second. That's some good preaching, brother. Go ahead, keep on. Hallelujah. Boy, this is really whooping me. Good preaching. Good preaching. Hallelujah. I need this. Thank you, Father. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I said unto my soul, you better learn how to shut your damn mouth. I told y'all the wrong response will get you messed up every time. You get corrected and rebuked by y'all, and the first thing you start doing is hanging your head down so you can continue on in more iniquity. Yeah, you do that so you can justify yourself to, to continue on being iniquitous. We haven't read the scriptures, the goodness of y'all, they lead you to repent. If you didn't even hear this message, if we didn't even hear this message, we would have still continued on the rest of the day and probably next week and a week after that and a week after that and never repented for it. Well, I need to repent for it. That's the problem. Because see, when you don't repent, then you're actually telling Yah, you're a liar. And you all right. Uh-oh. That's what you're really truly doing when you justify and rationalize things and make excuses to not change. Read. But my servant Caleb, because he had another spirit with him, and has followed me fully. Woo! Boy, man, he, I told you y'all listening. He heard Caleb. He said, whoa! Woo, boy, now, now him, yeah. You, yeah, y'all going in. Rest of these, rest of these bastards, hell no. Why should I let them in? Because remember, he said in latter time, he's not going to let anything go into his kingdom that offends. God, he hears the cry of the righteous when he's talking to the wicked. Uh-oh. Yes, he does. Read. Him will I bring into the land whereinto he went, and his seed shall possess it. Now the Amalekites and the Canaanites dwelt in the valley. Tomorrow turn you and get you into the wilderness by the way of the Red Sea. And Yah spake unto Moses and to Aaron, saying, How long shall I bear with this evil congregation? What kind of congregation is it? Evil. Come on. Which murmur against me? I have heard the murmurings of the children of Israel, which they murmured against me. Now notice, Yah is taking all this personally. Now, this is personal. They think they're murmuring against Moses and Aaron. Who gave Moses and Aaron the direction and the word? Come on. Say unto them, as truly as I live, says Yah, 
As you have spoken in my ears, so will I do to you. Your carcasses shall fall in this wilderness. And now, all minute, that were minute, numbered of you. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. See, Yah wanted to consume them right then and there. Or did you hear me? Wait a minute. You know how he always said, I will not alter or change anything that's going out of my lips? He still didn't alter it. They still got death. Uh-oh. It was just delayed judgment. The heart is deceitful above all things. It's deceitful, it's evil, it's desperately wicked. Notice, above all things, desperately wicked. That means all of Israel, that means your heart, as saved and sanctified and filled with the Holy Spirit and, and keeping the commandments as you are. That's what all of our wicked ass heart is. You keep tap dancing around and toying around with it rather than actually sending it to death so you can be conformed to the image of his dear son. See, most of us, Christianity done screwed us up. You can just go out here and say a few words and everything is all right. Oh, God, I'm sorry. What happened? Oh, I repented. I'm all good. You what? Wait a minute. How you get all good that every time I repent, it hurts like hell? I mean, the book says, Godly sorrow work of repentance not to be repented of again. Now, when I repent of something, I don't never go revisit the stuff again, but you done did it five times already, and you say you good? Uh-oh. I don't get this. <laughs> Holy Spirit sends me to the woodshed. I don't like visiting them woodsheds. I like the way I come out when I go there, but I, I don't want too many more trips there. I can promise you that. Uh-oh. Read. Your carcasses shall fall in this wilderness, and all that were numbered of you, according to your whole number, from 20 years old and upward, which have murmured against me, doubtless you shall not come into the land concerning which I swear to make you dwell therein. Save Caleb the son of Jephunneh, and Joshua, the son of Nun. Ooh, man, come on. But your little ones, which you said should be a prey, them will I bring in. And they shall know the land which you have despised. Isn't that something? Can you believe people come to a community and get here and then despise the land? Full of joy when they get here. Woo, happy! Just a little more time, all of a sudden, the spike enters in. Oh, it's still the land it was when we first got here. 
Still the same old beautiful simple place. What happened is, is that your heart got revealed to you and you blaming everybody else for the condition of your heart. Oh, hold, hold on a second. I had to get that dance in real quick. Because that was a profound statement right there. Woo-wee! Man, y'all didn't feel that? Mm. Read. But as for you, your caucuses, they shall fall in this wilderness. And your children shall wander in the wilderness 40 years. And bear your hortle up. Hold on a second. Your children are going to pay for what you've done while they are alive. Now, they're still going in, but it's going to teach them a valuable lesson to not do like you've done. Mm. Man, I don't know how many more times I'm going to dance, but uh, somebody got to hold my mule again. Me a couple more of them in. Come out. Until your carcasses be wasted in the wilderness. After the number of the days in which you search the land, even 40 days, each day for a year. That's some serious judgment. 40 days and you get a 40-year sentence. You know you're going to die. Your children are going to be middle-aged before they go in the promised land. Come on. Shall you bear your iniquities even 40 years and you shall know my breach of promise. I have said, I will surely do it to all this evil congregation. What kind of congregation? Evil. Now, Saint, we don't want that kind of testimony from y'all. Y'all hear me? We we really don't want that kind of testimony from y'all. Hallelujah. Read on. That are gathered together against me. But wait a minute. You notice he's still talking personal here. Read. In this wilderness they shall be consumed, and there they shall die. And the men which Moses sent to search the land, who returned and made all the congregation to murmur to against what? them. Made them to do what? Murmur. How many people have been instrumental in helping you murmur? Uh, Pastor, we're going to go ahead and cover a multitude of sins. We're seeking love. Uh-oh. Notice, they came back with a bad testimony, and it 
provoked Israel to murmur. Read. And made all the congregation to murmur against him by bringing up a slander upon the land. Whoa! Murmur and slander upon the land. Slander? I mean, y'all throwing down. I mean, he is laying it to the line. Slander? Come on. Even those men that did bring up the evil report upon the land died by the plague before Yah. Now, wait a minute. Everybody didn't get off scot-free. Sound like the ones that actually saw it, they got the plague anyway. Just not all of Israel. Read. But Joshua, the son of Nun, and Caleb, the uh, son of Jephunneh, which were of the men that went to search the land, lived still. Isn't that amazing? He keeps on bringing up their names. Don't y'all want y'all to remember your name like Joshua and Caleb? Huh? I mean, that's what I'm striving for. But let's, I mean, but let's tell them the truth. After hearing this, who do you really fit, though? Judge in your own heart. Search your own heart and check in your own self. Who do you really? We know who you want to be. But who are you really? Because if you don't acknowledge the truth, there can't be no change. Now ask yourself for real, who are you? We'd all love to be Joshua and Caleb, but the truth is we ain't. Hey! Hmm. Boys, anointing up here. Woo. Uh, y'all gonna know every time that anointing hit me today, boy, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut a rug. Mm. Read. And Moses told these saying. See, see, all this falsehood is gonna get answered. There will be an answer required. Pastor Dow, why don't you preach? I, I feel so bad. Well, I'm glad I made you sorrowful after a godly sort. I know that godly sorrow worked with repentance not to be repented of again. Well, see, there you go, quoting the Bible again. You always got a Bible answer, I sure do. Boy, these, these spirits get fired up, ain't they? We ain't had a message like this in a long time. This is a good message. I can't wait till I hear it. Read. And Moses told these sayings unto all the children of Israel, and the people mourned greatly. Good. You should. You wanted it. You asked for it. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. Three, and they rose up early in the morning and got them up into the top of the mountain, saying, Lo, we be here, and we'll go up unto the place which Yah has promised. We have sinned. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Whenever judgment pronounced now, all of a sudden we won't do right. 
<laughs> you ain't going no damn well. That's <laughs> amazing the hypocrites we are. Read. And Moses said, Wherefore now do you transgress the commandment of Yah? But it shall not prosper. Go not up. For Yah is not among you. <laughs> Y'all getting this? They still thinking, okay, well, we, 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 we're feeling bad, so, but we're going to go ahead and go up. Like his word is not going to go forward. Y'all was with you when you was in the way, but man, uh-uh. Don't, I'm, I'm, my advice to you, you better keep your ass right here. <laughs> go up if you want to. You're going to find out that them Amalekites and them Hittites and them Jebusites and them Canaanites are going to fall on you like a heavy rain. Man, y'all good. Read. Go not up, for Yah is not among you, that you be not smitten before your enemies. For the Amalekites and the Canaanites are there before you, and you shall fall by the sword. See, you were scared of it, so now you're going to fall by it. Now go up if you want to. When y'all was with you, you could have went up. Uh-oh. Now he ain't with you. Now, I'm trying to show y'all, even today, we use this type of manipulation with the Father. He could set up there and tell you, you've been displaying all this fear, all this unbelief. You've been very obstinate and vindictive. You've been overbearing. You've been deceitful. Your mouth has been loose. Your character is off. You ain't obedient. Then all of a sudden, Yah speaks to his servant. Moses give you his sentence. All of a sudden, you feel bad, and you think everything is all right. Okay, now we're ready to perform the, the word of the Lord. No, you, okay, go to, try to perform what you want to. Because now you got to go under your own power. And I'm going to tell you what your own power sentence is, death. You're going to be turned over to the hand of your enemies who you were fearful of. But Joshua and Caleb, they going in. They going in. They going to be the elders of the land. Oh, I love reading stuff like this because it lets me know what y'all's mind is. I don't have to speculate what his mind is. Read. Because you are turned away from Yah. Therefore, Yah will not be with you. Is that what's really going on with some of y'all? Y'all's going to turn away from some other reason why you got no joy? Is that what's happening? He done actually turned away from some of y'all, and you just buying time, waiting to die. Boy, it'd be bad. I hope it ain't. Say it ain't so. Say it ain't so, Father. Read. But they presumed to go up unto the hilltop. Nevertheless, <laughs> this, is so, this is a stiff-necked people. This is, boy, no, no. We are Israel. We are Israel. We are Israel. We are Israel. We, did nobody get up? <laughs> nobody. Just broke the commandment again. You're supposed to rejoice with them, never rejoice. Never mind, I ain't doing it again. 
Boy, this is hot today. Hey! Ah! This is good. Woo-wee! Read. Nevertheless, the Ark of the Covenant of Yah and Moses departed not out of the camp. Then the Amalekites came down, and the Canaanites, which dwelt in that hill, and smote them and discomfited them, even unto Harmah. That's bad. You think we learned something from that? Philippians 2.12. So that, my beloved, as you always obeyed not only in my presence, but now much rather in my absence, work out your own deliverance with fear and trembling. So what does that say about some of you that don't never get deliverance? Yeah, I, I do self-deliverance. Why are you still the same? We, we got, I mean, why do you think we got these big ass eyes? We see. They just not here to, to spot like deer. For it is Elohim who worketh in you both to desire and to work for his good pleasure. Do all things. Do, 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 do what? What's that word? Maybe that's a little reservation. It could be a mistranslation. Do some things. Do a few things. Do one thing. Do things without. Already no reason why you can't answer because you're guilty. You can't participate because you're guilty. And disputings. That you may be the reason why that you do all things without murmurings and without disputings so that you may be blameless and some of you are full of venom. You ain't blameless. You cause more harm than good. Hmm? Ministers of Satan. Do all things without murmuring and disputing so that you may be and the sons of who? Without in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation among whom ye shine as lights in this world. Now, if you ain't doing all that, you, you ain't, your light ain't shining. Some of y'all are dim. Some of y'all are real dim. You ever heard the old saying that the eyes is a wonder to the soul? Some of y'all wonder so damn dirty. I can still see in though. Cockroaches, fleas, ticks, snakes, rodents. Neither murmur ye, as some of them also murmured and were destroyed of the. Don't you think that's a good warning? I mean, I want, I'm taking heed to that. I personally going to take heed to that. 
I don't want to be destroyed or destroyed. Don't grumble. Murmur is grumble. Anybody ever grumble before? You watch, you watch people grumble. Y'all want to see how it looks? Another form of speaking in tongues. Just speaking in tongues for the devil. That's when you're so full of shit that you can't even get the words out right. Says pool of hell. Mind you, the temple of Yah. Which you say Yah dwells in. To dwell, to abide, to grumble, complain, murmur, to grumble, complain, calls to grumble. Hey, sisters, there's a deer. Well, don't eat then. Oh, hold on. Brothers, get out here. Two, three o'clock in the morning, 28 degrees outside, hours on end, up in a deer stand. Then got to drag a 150, 200 pound deer out of the woods. Yeah, up the hill, through the valley, around the corner. Past the watermark. By the time they get it home, they done did all the work. And you get one call over the radio. Sisters, it's time to process a deer. Well, let's trade roles. You get your ass out there in the deer stand. You do the hunting and, we, and see if we won't be sitting up around the stove with some coffee and some hot chocolate and you bring that deer in, we'll be glad. Won't we, won't we be glad to process it? Will we be glad to process it, brothers? We'll be glad. Shoot, man. You ain't even, hey, you ain't even got to gut it. Just bring it here. We'll take care of it. A lot of times you get it. The brothers already done field dressed it, done skinned it, done quartered it, and you still complaining. Ungrateful, unthankful, unholy. And the brother's been hot this year, man. What, we had 16 deer? 17? 17 deer. Who complains to get food? Who complains to get food? Are we that bad off? I'm here every time. Every time I turn around, I'm, I'm always here. Where is, where is, and where is? Damn, you give a damn about where is you there? That's also been a killer at communities. You're more concerned about where everybody else is, and the only time you're concerned about it is when you where you're supposed to be. Hey! Dude, 
I can't tell you how many days that I have, have mixed the mud by wheelbarrow, moved the scaffolds, put the blocks up, and laid the blocks by myself and didn't care if nobody showed up. See, bro, rich testimony. You know, I've seen it. You see me sit up there. Where he at? Where he at? I'm the only one here. I quit. There's some of you I told you, children of Satan. You act just like your father. Instead of thanking God for the breath, the life, the strength to be able to work. Instead of thanking him for giving you the ability to be able to prosper in the work of your hands. You're worried if somebody else, did they see that? I see them, what they doing. Now, probably mind their own business like you should be doing. I didn't know this mess was going this far. That's good, though. I think, I think y'all is trying to, trying to get us sanctified. <laughs> trying to purify us. See, around here, as the leader and stuff, I know where everybody should be at. And if they ain't there, I'm the only one to say, where they at? And if you got the, the brothers that are in authority, they're responsible for making sure that they know where the people are. They have a right to question where the people are if they ain't in the place that they should be. But if you're there, enjoy the work. You get to eat the labor of your hands. Happy shall you be. Happy shall you be. <laughs> Look at someone. I'm pissed. I don't care. <laughs> Sound like a personal problem. Obstinate, especially to complain, abide at night, continue to dwell, endure grudge, be left, lie at night, lodge, night murmuring, remain and tarry. See, if we're going to pursue unity, we must dissolve murmuring. I say, if we're going to pursue unity, we must dissolve murmuring. Oh, man, I'm born in this wicked flesh just like y'all. It's easy to murmur. Yeah, it, man, shoot, it, it, it comes automatic. If you don't check it right here at the gate. But once you gain self-control, you know the voice of Satan when he's trying to get you to be his voice. You should starve that spirit. And then you should actually take it as an offense. Now, wait a minute. I'm having a good day here today. Where did your ass come from? 
Why are you trying to get me to be angry with my brother? I love my brother. I love my sister. You just mad as hell that your name ain't written down and there's it. Hallelujah. That, that's how you fight the devil. Don't do like some of y'all do. Come here, Lee. Don't do like some of y'all do. Bro, Lee, I sure do love you. The, the devil told me you was a piece of shit. <laughs> so I got to love you, man. Don't go up there and tell everybody what the devil said. Because some of you really believe it, and you want to hide behind the devil because you want to say it. Yeah, now look at the devil, and the devil is a liar. And his family, too. They sneak dissing. <laughs> so we got to put forth an effort to make sure that we dissolve murmuring. How many times you look, how many, how many of you know you ain't no better than your brother and sister? How many of you know you're, you're all in the same war and fight? Then why you put your Smith self on Mount Sinai and you can leave everybody else in the valley then? I mean, really, sometimes you on Sinai and everybody in the valley and you looking down on them. When they gonna come up here where I'm at? Gossiping, grumbling, disputing, discontentment, murmuring, they all gotta be put away. They all got to be, all of them got to be put away. Uh, all the way from the top of leadership, all the way down. So the baby that was just got born. There is a treacherous path to disobedience that has cut many people off from the body of Messiah. All separation starts because of murmuring. Psalms 106, verse 23. Therefore, he said that he would destroy them. Had not Moses, his chosen, stood before him in the breach to turn away his wrath, lest he should destroy them. Yea, they despise the pleasant land. They believe not his word. But, but in you know how much murmuring go on in these in these in these these door, these houses and these trailers. I walk by, man, them trailers and houses be telling on everybody. I started to get my phone out and record.
Boy, husband's wife, boy, don't, boy, don't get them together. If one of them are off, ooh, and they get to murmuring, oh, man, it's over with. Mm. It's hard to say all that stuff and then come out in front of the saints and, and put on. This is what your put on looks like. You look pitiful. <laughs> you can't even straighten your face out. <laughs> Ain't nobody mad but the devil. Nobody mad but the devil. But murmuring their tents and hearken not unto the voice of Yahweh. Grumble. That is rebel. Brown Drivers Briggs say they whispered and to be a backbiter. Therefore, he lifted up his hands against them to overthrow them in the wilderness, to throw their seed also among the nations and to scatter them in the lands. They joined themselves also into Baal Peor and ate the sacrifices of the dead. Now, in Abrin 13, 5, it says, let your conversation be without. Let your conversation be without. Understand it. Don't sit up there and get mad at everybody else because they're not like you. Oh, boy. Man, I was trying to stir it up too, boy. I, I felt the noise coming. I feel it a little bit. Ah. Oh, man, I just need to talk a little bit more and don't hit again. Ah. Mm. Who knows what I'm talking about? The book said anointing breaks yokes. Man, and be content with such things as you have. For he have said, I will never leave, I will never nor, I will never leave, nor. Acts 6.1. In those days, when the number of disciples were multiplied, there arose a murmuring of the Grecians against the Hebrews. Because their widows were neglecting the daily ministration. I just basically, basically just did that for the definition. Grudging. Murmuring. All right, teach lamentations. Everybody all right? I mean, you wouldn't say you wasn't all right. Because you would condemn yourself. Then we got you. We got your finger then, don't we? That devil, he can't hide. Well, you have it. Go ahead and read, teach. Wherefore, does a living man complain? Y'all hear that? So wherefore does a living man complain? Why does he do it? Read. A man for the punishment of his sins? Let us search and try our ways. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Try everybody else's way. Our. Or be concerned about everybody else's way. Our. Let us search and try. Our. Ways. Not you try his way and you try his way, but you try your own way. You search and you try your own way. Make sure that you are meeting the conditions. I'm the one that's standing in need of prayer. I'm the one that need help. I need deliverance. I need to be purified. I need to be clean. Me. And you wouldn't believe that everybody ain't as bad as you make them believe. 
They're not as bad as you make them be. When you start looking at yourself. And if you did believe them, when you get finished truthfully looking at yourself and you believe that everybody is somewhat bad, don't worry about it. You would have more compassion for them. You know, because you would have understanding because you've been there and you've done that. But you ain't never been nowhere, never walked anywhere and stuff. I mean, come on, you vicious. You judgmental. You hard-hearted and stout-hearted. Oh, yeah. Without mercy. Without compassion. Hey, go to Galatians 6.1 real quick, but hold that spot. We got to hit this for a second. Got to hit. Y'all want started it. When you have it, read. You do when y'all y'all can be able to see what I'm talking about. Galatians 6 1. Brethren, if a man be overtaken in a fault. If he be overtaken in a what? A fault. Come on. You which are spiritual. You which are what? Spiritual. What do you do? Restore such a one in the spirit of meekness. Oh, time out. Chances are a spiritual brother has probably done been there. Spiritual sister done been there. That's why it's easy for them to restore because they understand. They, but restore them in the spirit of what? Meekness. In the spirit of meekness, read. Considering yourself. Considering what? Yourself. Even if you haven't been there, watch this. Lest you also be tempted. So, I can't tell you how many times somebody has been so judgmental about somebody else because they've never had that experience and they didn't have the mercy and they didn't have the fear of Yah. And then they end up falling into the same damn temptation that they despised. The same thing that they hated in others, they fell to it themselves. But then they want somebody to meet Galatians 6.1 when they didn't do it. Hypocrites. Hypocrites. It's amazing when we fall into something, we want everybody to understand. But, 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 boy, when I'm the judge, I told you. You shouldn't have never say it. Hear what the unjust judge said. Uh-oh. See, mouse must be here. The mouse is in the house. <laughs> Come on, teacher. Back to Lamentations 3. Come on. Everybody all right? Go ahead and read. Let us search and try our ways mm. and turn again to Yah. Mm -hmm. Let us Lift up our heart with our hands unto Elohim in the heavens. We have transgressed and have rebelled. You have not pardoned. You have covered with anger and persecuted us. You have slain. You have not pitied. You have covered yourself with a cloud that our prayer should not pass through. You have made us 
as the off-scouring and refuse in the midst of the people. All of our enemies have opened their mouths against us. Fear and a snare is come upon us. Desolation and destruction. Y'all hear this, right? I wonder how much murmuring goes on in our houses today. Deuteronomy 1.26, Notwithstanding, you would not go up but rebelled against the commandment of Yahweh your Elohim. You murmured in your tents, he said, because Yahweh hated us. He had brought us forth out of the land of Egypt and delivered us into the hand of the Amorites to destroy us. See the mindset? See the mindset? Yah was doing all this for good. Then the very thing that come out of your mouth come upon you, you blame Yah for it when you didn't even check yourself that the reason why that the Amorites are there to destroy you is because of the way your defiled spirit was, you provoked the Holy One to Israel. You forgot about all that, though. You know, all of a sudden, just stuff just happening to you for no reason. You, you, you clean hands. You didn't done nothing. You've been throwing all these rocks and been hiding your hands all this time, but you got clean hands. I don't know why all this happening to me. I ain't done nothing. Get your mouth still running. Mm. Murmuring and complaining is something we all do. And we all must work hard at getting control of our tongue. And not give voice to these evil spirits that put suggestions into our minds to speak. Demons are always trying to control our environment through you giving voice to them. If you're speaking and, a pers and the person you're speaking to seems to be grieved, then chances are it's a demon doing the talking. You remember when, when that woman was speaking, kept giving Paul all these great salutations, exhortations. You know what I mean? He, and, he, and then the Bible was saying he was grieved. <clears throat> it sounded good to everybody, but he went, <clears throat> man, I know it. that grief lets you know it's a demonic spirit there. Oh, never mind, man. That's what that grief is, letting you know there's a demon there doing talking. You know, sometimes instead of paying more attention to them damn cell phones and the TV, if you pay more attention to your spirit, you'd probably be better off. Yeah, you'd probably be better off. Hmm? You want a gift? Discern your spirit. Discerning the spirits is a gift. <laughs> Instructions. Grudge not one against another, brethren, lest ye be what? Condemned. Behold the judge standeth at the door. The word grudge, to make straight by implication, to sigh, murmur, pray inaudibly with grief, groan, grudge, sigh. Now, isn't that amazing? There's times that we groan and travail when we're praying in the spirit. See how close they're associated? See how close they're associated? One with an excellent spirit, one with a defiled spirit. Likewise, ye younger, submit yourselves unto the elder. Well, he may be older than me, but he don't know more than me. She may be older than me, but I'm smarter than her. 
Boy, you sisters can learn something if y'all learn how to behave like the brothers do. Let me give you an example. So we got, we got three pastors in the ministries now, right? Three of them. All right? We got three pastors in the ministry, and both of them know that I'm the head honcho and the man in authority. Hold on. Did y'all hear what I said? They both know that. And you know what? And we still honor each other as pastors, shepherds. We have no division, no discord, no dissension, no nothing. Put three sisters together at the same age and let, let them try to figure out who's in charge of the project. Put a younger sister in charge of a project and put two older sisters together and see what happens. Let me come back down here again. Y'all know I'm telling the truth. Well, I'm such and such and so and so. Well, right now you're the grand poobah of cutting these steaks. Look at him. <laughs> so you want to rule over something, rule over that knife on them steaks on that plate. Be in charge of that. Here, I delegate it to you. Get to work. I know I'm telling the truth. Why well, can't I got a few people? They, they don't, I finally done cracked the egg back here. Some of them are laughing. I got a corner. I got an amen corner back here. Look at me. <laughs> it's beautiful to see them smiling. But I got to do that at the expense of exposing others. Likewise, you younger smith yourself unto the elders, yea. All of you be subject one to another. You know how it would be around here if everybody was subject one to another? Everybody be too busy trying to outdo each other. I mean, wouldn't it be nice? Everybody trying to outdo each other and, and, and the work gets light. But instead, the spirit that permediates is, I'm afraid I'm going to do more than somebody else. I'm telling the truth. Yes, I am. I'm telling the truth. I'm telling you, flesh is going to get exposed here. Thank y'all for the dead season. And be clothed. Clothed means like a garment. And be clothed with humility. For y'all resist. But he give a grace unto the 
Colossians 3, 5, mortify. Mortify means to be dead, subdue, kill. Mortify, mortify. That's what it means, okay? Mortify, therefore, your members which are upon the earth, fornication, uncleanliness, inordinate affection, evil concupiscence, and covetousness, which is, now every time it's talking about covenants, it's talking about you. You don't believe how many of us make an idol of our opinion, and it's even greater than the word. Uh-oh. It's idolatry. For which things sake the wrath of Yah come upon the children of now, that's New Testament. That's New Testament talking about the wrath of Yah is going to come up on the children of... Uh-oh. Can't serve two masters. In which ye also walked sometime when you lived in them. But now, you also put off all these. Anger, wrath, malice, blaspheming, filthy communication out of your mouth. What's that filthy communication? You know, people, they're more afraid of me saying, shit, hell, damn, and bastard. And none of them, I didn't break no commandment. But they don't give a damn about tailbearing, backbiting, slandering, murmuring, complaining, and gr- which all of them would put you in the lake. We give all this a pass. Lie, not one to another. That word lie means uh, don't utter an untruth or attempt to deceive by falsehoods. The government does stuff like that, not you. Lie not one to another, seeing that you have put off the old man with his deeds. But I put on the new man, which is renewed in knowledge. Ah, that's what it is. Yep. Said all is God. I know the reason why we're in the condition we're in now. We're not, we're not studying the scriptures. I didn't say we wasn't reading them. I said we was not. There's a difference between reading and studying. I mean, how many of y'all at least get five chapters in in a day? Wow. Only one person can get five chapters in a day. How many of y'all at least get one chapter in a day? Wow. I'll do better than I do. I do good to get five verses at times. I'm not condemning you for your one chapter. I'm just, my mind just works. I'll read something. I'll, what? Next thing you know, I'm over here. and Then I'm reading over here. And I'm over, I started over here. So I can't associate this journey as a chapter when I'm still sitting here on verse 2 of what I started off reading. Is this making sense? See, when I'm studying, I'm studying to make sure that I get a good, well-rounded understanding of what the prophet said over here. What did, what did David say? This is how it happened. And here's the situation that's associated with this. 
That way when I get up and speak to you, I don't become a castaway. Uh-oh. I'm sorry, I can't remember a whole chapter in every day. But I can't remember what I study. I can remember that now. I can break it down. Uh-oh. That, I, don't get mad because you're reading one chapter. They keep reading your chapter. As long as you're getting some understanding. I'm telling you right now, we're in trouble because we're reading and we ain't performing. That's an indictment. It really is. Brethren, there it is. Bear one another's burden so you fulfill the law of the Messiah. Or if a man think himself to be something when he is nothing, what does he do? He deceives himself. But let every man prove everybody else's work and then my life will be better. You know, if I can just get Brother Darrell right, man, you wouldn't believe how this assembly was sore. To the zenith we would. If I could just get him right. I, if I can get him online, man, get TJ online, shoot, man, we're going to the moon. Even though we ain't never been there. Let every man prove his own work and then shall he have rejoicing in himself. No, whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, whoa. 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 Yeah. Yeah, you can go. Man, I get it. I got it. I've arrived. Yes. Yeah, hallelujah. And that way you won't shout in iniquity when somebody finally come to it. You know what I mean by shouting in iniquity, right? You're doing this. Hallelujah, man. Mike finally got it with his wicked ass. <laughs> I'm glad he's here. About time. <laughs> See, that's the reason why when I preach, all this, this reality comes out. Because I'm, I'm putting together the whole puzzle. Not all of it, just what he gave me to understand. You follow me? So when I explain the word it, it, in everyday life, it makes sense. They go, uh, boy, I don't get that out of that. But faith come out of hearing. Hearing come out of the word of Yah. Can't hear without a preacher. Can't preach something to be sent. And mind you, you listen to a preacher that had never asked to be a preacher. I was never seeking to be a priest. Matter of fact, it was never on my mind. Never even crossed my mind. Now, I run around with this necessity. It's been laid up on me and burden laid up on me. Can't, can't get no relief unless I take the burden off. The burden off is unloading the word through preaching. Then he loads up the pack again for another journey. That's when you hear Paul said, necessity has been laid upon me. And well, I got to speak. If I, don't, if I don't, I'm going to die or bust. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. 
I mean, Jonah thought he could run. How far did they get him? So you get to have rejoicing yourself and not another. Hey, didn't mean to take so long today, but we here. All right. For every man shall bear his own burden. He that go about as a talebearer reveal a secret. Therefore, meddle not with him that flatters with his lips. Talebearer, scandalmonger, a scandaler, a slanderer, an informer, one who carries tales. So, Israel, hope y'all learned something. Hope this would inspire us. I understand we still at Augusta. I get it. We can stand. Yep, let's stand, Israel. Hallelujah. Let me hear get y'all out of this oppressive tank real quick. Ah, thank you, Father, for the word of truth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I just want to tell all y'all communities out there that straightway we got all y'all put together beat concerning deer hunting. Well, you ain't out there hunting. No, my time over. I'm old, I get rewarded with back straps. What's wrong with that? Besides, I like hunting when somebody says there's a deer in the field. Now I walk out the front door, pow, go get it. That's still killing deer. Good on. Don't y'all ever start murmuring because we getting too many deer. I mean, God's bringing all this deer around here. We didn't get this many as that fast last year, did we? This fast? I'm talking about just here on the land. Nowhere near it. God's wanted to bring them deer over there and he's, he says, he, put, he tells them, dear, y'all go over the straightway. Yeah, go straight. Why? Uh, my servant JC is in the stand. Go over there. Yeah, dear, obey y'all. Yeah, you're going to die today. So you can feed my servants. And boy, we got a lot of food. Am I, am I exaggerating? We got a lot of food. Hey, good measure. Press down, shaking together, running over. All glory to the king. We got a lot of food. As a matter of fact, what are we eating today for dinner? See, it's all nice when, when you, it's already, let me see. <clears throat> Zero the rifle, got the hunting gear ready. Is that right? Set the food plots, if there was any plots. 
Got up 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock in the morning, climbed the tree stand, froze after death, shot the deer, field, field dressed it right there, drug it up out of the woods, got it back here to hang up, to get skinned, to get quartered, went over to the sisters. They cleaned the rest of it, quartered it up even more so, made hamburger, steaks, whatever it needed to be, tenderloin, fillets, filet mignon, whatever it, it needed to be made. Stored it in the refrigerator, got it out of the refrigerator, unthawed, somebody prepared a meal, cooked it. Are you following me? Now a meal is waiting on us to eat. Oh, wait, wait, wait. It sure is a hell of a lot easier when you can just come put your feet on the table. Uh-oh. Oh, 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 I'm not mad that you're putting your feet up on the table, but now you know what it means to be grateful. Because every single time you sit down to a meal, somebody did a lot of work for you to get that meal. Uh-oh. And then when you get finished with the meal, somebody got to take your plate, clean up the place, take out the trash, take it to the trash dump. And you, you out of all of that, you devour that one meal in less than 10 minutes. So maybe you won't throw away a bunch of food in. Oh, Hallelujah. <laughs> oh, Holly, I, I, I didn't know it, all of that was involved. You got all these sisters cooking meals for you every day, and you didn't know how that was involved. See, that's the reason why that you need to be around a good community, homestead, or something. Somebody is doing something. So you can get out of this Gentile mindset. Well, we going hunting. Where you going, Kroger's? Walmart, you going you to do what? Yeah. Huh? What was that store we went to out there in Franklin? Uh, who? Sprouts. First time in my life. I went by this the frozen section. They actually had packaged deer. What I'd never seen. I go, what the? Then I looked over here and, I, and it says, elk. Ain't elk clean? I said, get that! Don't let him get away! Somebody said, man, I said, man, I ain't never seen no deer and elk in a freezer at any store. Y'all did get that elk, right? Was any moose in there? No, there ain't no moose. Dang. Shoot. I'll let y'all know how it tastes. <laughs> Hallelujah. Y'all is good. All the time, all the time, y'all is good. Heavenly Father, we thank you for these truths. Pray these saying, sink deep down our heart that we can actually bring joy to you by performing your will in the time that you have allotted us, given us. Thank you for these words of rebuke reproof and correction and understanding of your word. We bless you for all things in the magnificent name of Jesus. Let the words of my mouth, meditation of my heart, be acceptable in our sight. 
Oh, Yah, my strength and my redeemer. He dismissed in the beautiful, most magnificent, wonderful, precious, strong, victorious, and mighty overcoming name of our soon coming, overcoming King, Yahshua the Hamashiach, Jesus the Christ. Shabbat Shalom. The King is coming.